You're listening to Thrive with Karina Grueling, a personal health and life design podcast for the modern everyday woman. Tune in and get inspired on how to thrive in your body and life. This is your host, Karina Grueling. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode in which we will talk about how you can stay cool and healthy during the summer season. So we will first talk about summer from an Ayurvedic perspective. Yeah, so what has this to do with the pitta energy? And then also what are the signs? Yeah, if you have too much pitta, yeah, too much oil, too much heat in your body and mind. And then we will see what for general adjustments you can do. And as well, we will look into diet tips, yeah, so that you beat the summer heat with Ayurveda. So some of you just started to get into Ayurveda and might find it a little hard to understand. But once that, yeah, that you learn the basics, it can be quite easy to apply to your daily life. And the knowledge of Ayurveda can be very helpful to pass easily throughout your life's many seasons and transitions. And one of the first things Ayurveda teaches us is that like increases like. So just as you wouldn't turn the heat on in your home in the peak days of summer or wear a winter jacket, it's unwise to increase the heat inside your body when it's already hot outside. This makes sense, doesn't it? So summer is ruled by Pitta in the Ayurveda, and some of Pitta's qualities are hot, you know, penetrating, it's sharp, it's oily, and it's very similar to the qualities of summer. And that's a reason why you want to make simple lifestyle and dietary choices, which help you to stay cool and calm yeah, in order to keep your Pitta yeah, in check. So if we remember the principle of like increases like, we realize that things that are hot, penetrating, sharp, and oily can aggravate the heat in our body. And they can manifest in things like skin rashes and other skin irritations. So in general, we can say that everything that is red, that is burning, that is itching, indicates too much heat in the body. So we need to eat foods. Yeah, so we need to eat foods and do things that help to cool down the fiery energy. And besides inflammation of the skin, so when you have too much pitta in the body, yeah, too much oil, too much heat, too much sharpness, it can also show up in burning, yeah, in red or bloodshot eyes and extreme sensitivity to light. And sometimes you can also see a yellowish tinge yeah, in the white of the eyes. But also things like high blood pressure, yeah, also mild headaches and hair loss can be um, due to too much pitter yeah, in the body. So currently, I have many clients in my practice that complain about dizziness and problems you know, with falling asleep or even insomnia. And women who suffer from premenstrual irritability and heavy or painful menstrual bleeding they can even, yeah, they might experience a worsening of their symptoms during summer. So in general, we can say that any pitta imbalance that you have can worsen during the summer month. And when we look at the digestion, we can see that too much fire in the digestive system can result yeah, in intense hunger, in excessive thirst, and it also accumulates further. Yeah, So when it accumulates further, it can even cause things like nausea and vomiting 
ja, reflux, heartburn, ja, also diarrhea, ja, or loose stools in general. And you might feel that you are very sensitive to spicy and fried foods. So with too much fire in the digestive tract, everything you eat doesn't remain long enough in the digestive organs so that nutrition can be absorbed. So we talked a lot about excess pitter in the body. So let's take a look at how it can show up in the mind. So when you have too much fire in your mind, it can lead to irritability, you know, also being quick to anger, you know, impatience, judgment, criticism, jealousy. Yeah, you know, this also perfectionism. Yeah, you know, when you have a general feeling of dissatisfaction, this can all be linked to a pitta imbalance. And remember what we said before, like increases like and opposite qualities bring balance. So what can we do to reduce the main qualities of pitta? We said it's characterized mainly by being oily, sharp, and hot. So first we look at the daily rhythm. And in Ayurveda, we break the day into six four-hour zones. So one day zone and one night zone for each of the three energies. Yeah, and the energies are Vata, Pitta, and Kapha. You don't, if you don't understand that now, don't worry. Yeah, so we just need to look at the energy of Pitta. Yeah, so if in general, if we want to have a balanced life, we need to align our daily rhythms to the Ayurvedic clock. And the middle of the day, so from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., it belongs to Pitta. And this time in summer is also the hottest and most intense time of the day. So during these hours, we should avoid spending time outdoors. Yeah, and if you must be outside, stay in the shade. Yeah, wear light-colored clothing, drink extra water, yeah, wrap a cool towel around your neck. So I sometimes see people lying on the beach here at 1 p.m. And it's just, yeah, the, the pitter is just skyrocketing. Yeah? So also if you typically work out around midday, yeah, maybe in your lunch break, consider moving your exercise routine um, to the morning or evening when it's cooler. Yeah? So go more for slower styles of movement, such as swimming. Yeah? So also all the, all the activities that you can do in the water. And yeah? so swimming is particularly good as the water helps to cool down the fire in the body. Also recommended, we can say, is moon yoga, yeah, moderate hiking, weightlifting, yin yoga. So soothing, slow activities. Yeah? And everything that brings you back into a flow state. So now let's take a look into a pitta balancing diet. So in summer, we want to counterbalance the hot, fiery, you know, spreading and oily qualities with foods that are cooling, you know, that are light and that contain a lot of water. So the best tastes for that are sweet, bitter and astringent. So most vegetables are good for pitta, but in summer, especially asparagus, you know, broccoli, cauliflower, celery, you know, cucumber, Suhini, summer squash, yeah, sweet corn, leafy greens, sprouts, yeah, sweet peas, sweet potatoes. All these are very good yeah, during summer season. And if you may have noticed, 
most of the things I just um, said are green. Yeah. So the color green also often helps to reduce the heat in the body. But take care, for example, leak. Yeah, leak is very heating. So you shouldn't, you should avoid that during summer. So me personally, I really like to eat sweet fruits, you know, sweet seasonal fruits such as avocado, coconut, you know, sweet berries, cherries, watermelon, plums. You know, so during summer, what I also do is I swap out my lemons for limes and I limit sour fruits, you know, like citrus. And I also reduce fruits like pineapple and bananas you know, as they have heating qualities. And really allow your fruit to ripen fully for maximum sweetness. So the sweetness pacifies pitter and also ripe fruits are much easier to digest. So some of the foods that are increasing heat in the body are eggplant. Yeah, so all like tomatoes, peppers, you know, they all belong to the nightshade family and also radish, yeah, red chilies, yeah, turnips, raw onions, garlic, yeah, and also spices like mustard seeds and cinnamon and ginger powder. These are all foods that you want to avoid during summer season. Yeah, you can also notice when you eat them, they heat you up. And in general, we can also say that animal proteins are heating and it's better to, um, to eat plant-based proteins in summer, you know, such as mung beans and other beans and lentils. So especially sweet grains you know, like rice, barley, and quinoa, they should be on your menu. So my favorite foods during summer are watermelon. Yeah, I have it nearly daily on a daily basis, but also mint, yeah, coriander, rose hips, and all kinds of sweet fruits and leafy green vegetables. Rose hips are really great if you have inflammation on your skin. Yeah, maybe acne or any skin rashes. Rose hips are amazing. Yeah, to get the heat out of the body. Now, also coconut water and coconut milk are great to decrease um, the internal body temperature. But of course, ecologically, it's not wise yeah, to consume coconut products on a daily basis as they grow mainly in Asia and they really need to travel a long way yeah, to get here. So what's also important to mention is that fermented foods yeah, and also other like heating foods such as alcohol, chocolate, coffee, yeah, sauerkraut, kimchi, they all increase your internal body temperature. So it's better to avoid them during the hot month. And what you really need to make sure, drink enough water. Yeah, and during summer, I like to add some cucumber and mint to my water. Summer is not the time yeah, to be overly um, ambitious. Yeah, we want to make less commitments. We want to have more downtime. And personally, it helps me to have a daily meditation practice yeah, in the morning and to rest more. And I even sometimes take a break during the day and stay for a couple of minutes and legs up the wall pose you know, just to calm down and to unwind. So if you have any questions, please reach out and also take a look at my upcoming online course, Thrive and Shine, that starts in August. And yeah, wish you all a great day and happy summer, everyone. 
Thanks for joining in today. To learn more about the Thrive Podcast or to get involved in Karina's growing community and online courses, visit karinagrueling.com. Remain committed to intentional choices that help you grow and thrive in your body and life because you're worth it.